This time on Kawaii Radio, we decide a Mashal Harry Potter crossover would be amazing. Ah, Mashal, the boy who lived, come to die. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We talk about Ash's father from Pokemon. His dad like, caught them all and sent yeah, them to him. His dad, who we never meet, and his. Well, we've got his stepdad. Which one? Mr. Mime? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Professor Oak, but you know. And Aaron tells us what Pokemon really sound like. Like the monsters. Cricketoon, yeah. Yeah. Game of Launch! Tetsuo! Ganida! Onita? It's over 9,000! Nani? Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. Wi Fi. Wi Fi. Wi Fi. Wi Fi Radio. Konnichiwa and welcome. You're tuned in to Kawaii Radio, the podcast we look in the world of anime and manga and anything Japanese really nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. I'm Kyle and joining me is Aaron and Kira Lee. Hello! Hello! We haven't had a chance to hang out since episode 100. Yeah. It's been a very busy few months. Yeah. Months? 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 It's been I was a busy month. Say, a hasn't it been singular. like two episodes tops? Well, that's a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay. Okay, but making a big deal out of it, it makes it sound like it's been months and months and months and months, and I'm like... It's felt long since I've had your wonderful presence with me, okay? Like, I've missed you both. Okay, fine. We'll the... take our presents back. No! <laughs> I, want, I want the cute Routes doll. <laughs> and actually on that, this episode, the final episode of Ash's Journey in Pokemon, are landing soon with English dub coming. It's finished in Japan, but the dub is apparently finished. They're just polishing off the last bits. So we're doing a bit of a look back at the Pokemon anime. And if you listen to the pre-show, we've talked a fair bit about Pokemon already. And we're full bottle. We can keep going. (laughs) Dude, there's so much content. We can keep going for about that long. Yeah. Like... Do we want to do this live stream? Let's let, let, no, no, not again, not today, no. <laughs> not today, not until the new house. No more live streams until then, which is a month away or so. Apparently, I don't believe them. Um, but yes, welcome to the podcast. Um, this episode is that deep dive. But before we get stuck into it, we are going to talk about what we've been watching. I have no idea how old I am or where I came from. Daddy, hurry up! Hey guys, I gotta go. I just, I have to know. Hooray! I did that thing. What we're watching. And it's a brand new anime season. Last time, me and Tifa talked about Oshinoko, unsurprisingly. Yeah, there's yeah. no shock no, there. There's no shock there. There's no shock there. However, Kira Lee, you've been watching something very interesting. Death, Dead Mount Death Plane. Yes. What is it? <laughs> so I, I, I had, um, I didn't know anything about it when I started watching it. And the first episode, um, it was sort of going to reincarnation in the real world. So it's like a fantasy world mm. and the reincarnation in the real world. And um, it was really clever the way that they did it the first episode because it was kind of making you think that it was the hero that was going to be reincarnated. Ah. Um, but it turned out to be um, like the villain. But then you learn that the villain who's a necromancer is actually not the villain. He just <laughs> wants a quiet life. Um, and, you know, he's like this big boss in the fantasy land. But he he just got these powers so that he could save 
save the kids and like save people and live a, live a quiet life. And um, so that's what he's trying to do in the real world now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, yeah, we're just sort of going on this journey, but he, he's with like this underground gang. What? Yeah. Is he resurrecting the underground da- gang when they get in trouble? No, no, <laughs> thankfully not. But um, he like got sucked into it. But he's like taking like odd jobs against like the this other underground gang who are actually yeah. trying to kill people, and he's trying to be the good guy and like trying mm. to save people. So it's just, but he wants to lead a quiet life, and it's like, mm, okay. <laughs> but um, no, it's really clever. I really like that you're following what you. Are told to be the bad guy, mm. but, but he's not the bad guy. The bad, guy. <laughs> bad guy is just a perspective, man. Exactly. <laughs> what was it? The the scene from like um, uh, Wreck It Ralph. Then it's like just because you're bad guy does not mean you're bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Zangief. Good old Zangief. No, oh, it's been on my list to watch as well, and I just yeah, I really like it. Yeah, it's I, good. I, I need to check it out. Um, on the on the note of not being the bad guy but being broken, Aaron, Mashal. Oh, I thought you were calling me out. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, oh. I, I think most of us have at some point caught part of Mashal, seen some of the animations for it. It's basically broken Hogwarts. It's Rockley got accepted to Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I have summarized it that uh, as that to many people, and they've been like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah," or like One Punch Man in Hogwarts, yeah, but with Mob Psycho's haircut, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, maybe it's yeah. <laughs> Hang on a second, <laughs> it's, like, it's Saitama wearing a mop. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, no, so much fun. Um, mm-hmm. If you enjoy goofy stuff and magical stuff, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, there's scenes where he'll be like. Tricep magic because he's trying to make everyone believe he can use magic. <laughs> yeah. Because um, in their world, if you're born and you don't have magic, you're killed. Yeah. Uh, but he was found by an old man who was ostracized. So the old man basically took him out of the village so they could go live separately. And then he gets caught one day by the magic police. And the magic police are like, look, we'll give you an ultimatum here because you've kicked our butts. Um, (laughs) You can either go to this school and get accepted as the head magic person. And if you do, you can make your own rules and, you know, impact Mm. how society changes. Or if you fail, we're just going to have to... And they're just like, we're not sure how we're going to do that. (laughs) This will give us time to come up with a way to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And then obviously the guy ends up hanging out with the 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 grandpa grandpa. that looked after him. And they're both rooting for him. Yeah. Um, But yeah... Just, oh, Mashal, the boy who lived, come to die. Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear God, that's going in the pre-show. <laughs> um, one of the things I really like about it, because it's, it's very aware that it's taking the mick out of Harry Potter, hmm. so he doesn't have a scar, but everyone else has a scar. It's to show their magic level. Some people have two, some people have three. I think very rarely there's a fourth. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 
Like, I knew there was two. I didn't know there was three or four, but I yeah. am behind a couple episodes. Oh, yeah. So, um, but I, I kind of figured it'd just be funny. I, I always kind of expect Mashal, like, at some point, just go, I'm just drawing an extra one on. Well, that's what one of my friends said. They're like, with how powerful he is, shouldn't he have multiple? I was like, no, no, no. If you have multiple, that raises attention. That gets people to look at you. Mm. If you've got just the one, you blend in with everyone. And you true. want to blend in. <laughs> he puts too many on and his entire face is covered they're like are you okay <laughs> it's just like a reverse he's got like one strip of, <laughs> of exposed skin yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> it means he's insane um, but look Mashal's great um, oh hands down like you've seen the Quidditch clip oh him, he's basically running in the air to like to hover oh ball, really back and forwards <laughs> and then he's like you know he's got the, the equivalent of the quaffle in, in Harry Potter and he's like imparting spin on it so it goes and through the hoop and comes back to him he just keeps throwing it <laughs> and he like breaks the point record and like this is so dumb <laughs> and like some of the, you guys have seen Skate the Infinity, right? Yeah. yeah. You know the red hair and blue haired main characters? Yeah. yeah. They're in Mashal. They're basically the same people. No, yeah. they're not. They are very different no, no, people. No, no, oh. character design wise. Oh, character design, yes. Yeah. yeah. But like personality. Personality is completely different. Oh, one like it's so different. Also, it doesn't stick with the um, traditional anime trope, which would have made it seem even more like Hogwarts with the three three main characters that you follow. They just keep yeah. expanding the group. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Mashal and then the four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they they keep expanding the group. Like it starts yeah. off with just Mashal, and then you add the girl, and then you add the guy, and then you add the other guy, and then the other guy. And you're and just then, like, uh, who's next? <laughs> I'm I'm hoping they tap out there. I hope <laughs> they do too. You don't want too many. Uh, main characters like it's okay to have them as side characters and whatnot but well yeah. I mean they are going to be side characters with who Marshall is yeah. there's no Everyone's way that they, a side character. they're not contributing anything also the equivalent of Dumbledore's great oh man He's he just was like, ready to murder he was just basically like bring down the system <laughs> it's like okay I mean isn't that Dumbledore it is actually no. <laughs> true you true. know what <laughs> now that you say that Communism can... No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What, are we going to start playing the USSR theme the song? The USSR theme, yeah. I know. Um, but look, Mashal, worth checking out. Um, both that and Dead Mount Death play a crunchy role, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Um, now, I went back, back in time, and decided to go watch Kiner of the Great Snow. Oh, you didn't screw up the economy? That's what I would have done if I were back in time. <sighs> <laughs> It's already messed up enough. I know. <laughs> Nobody would notice. It's the perfect crime. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of the Great Snow Sea. Um, I did talk about this last season. It's still got a film to come to wrap it up, which is coming in the next two months, I believe. Um, this is created by Nihei. He's the guy who did... Blame, Knights of Cydonia, that sort of like big superstructural worlds where like there's massive things and people trying to survive and there's not much left of the world. So dystopian, megastructure-y type stuff. And it's done by Polygon Pictures, so it's that sort of almost off-putting CG, but they've gotten a lot better. Okay. So, yeah. And it was good. Got a little bit slow at some parts, but it it was good. It, it's... Look, if you if you like that sort of story and you like a bit of sci-fi, it's a good watch. Um, I don't think it's got a high watch re- high rewatchability though, um, so it'd be kind of like a one and done. So yeah, um, but yeah, if you like Knights of Sidonia, pretty good. 
Yeah, that's a pretty good song. <laughs> guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and okay. I miss Guitar Hero. Oh, same. I love it. I, I, I want them to bring it back and bring the new controllers out and have them compatible with everything. Just be Bluetooth based so you can use them on any console. It'd be brilliant. Didn't they essentially make it so you could play it on an actual guitar? Oh, that was Rock Smith. Um, yeah. Which is a different company, technically. Yeah. And it's too hard. Well, yeah, clearly. Yeah. You get five buttons versus like 300. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. Yes. <laughs> As someone who plays guitar, yes. Oh, like, dude, I'm well aware I play guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the the biggest stumbling block for people is the F chord because it's, uh, oh, it's a power like, chord. And, ah. and, it, if, and you get to that point, you're like, it's fine. They're, all my fingers are close together. And then you go, now I want you to play an F chord. And you're like... I can't stretch my hand like that. And like, you're going to learn because otherwise you're not going to go any further forward. Oh, oh, I need ouch. to play guitar. It's been ages. Same. Um, um, yeah. So you said more of the kind of the snow sea is coming out? Yes. Is that going to be kind of the snow D? Uh, <laughs> 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 Kyle's adding to his notes Kill Aaron much. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I missed him Turns out I want to murder him <laughs> Anime films coming out in October 2023 It has been licensed by Crunchyroll Moving right along Ignoring Aaron <laughs> um, We also do need to talk about a live action Which we have touched on before that is worth watching on Netflix and this is Alice in Borderland it's second yeah, season um, now Kiralee you've finished it yes and you reckon this is the end it's done oh yeah it's done mm, it's psych. done done yeah <laughs> psych <laughs> but I give you like because they do level two mm. in season two and then they explain all of the games uh, and then they're like ha psych and then they explain it again they're like ha psych and then yeah it's it's good but they explain it all but it's mm. so good is the ending oh satisfying yeah 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 right. you took a moment yeah. there you're like you're, you're like uh, did this satisfy what yeah. i wanted from it yes <laughs> yeah it's very deep yeah. deep and meaningful and you're like oh. psychological yeah <laughs> yeah Oh my god, I got too many things on my watch list. So <laughs> yeah, I got a Rolex, I got a <laughs> I got a Pokemon watch. I got, got a Swatch. Oh yeah, your your uh, Dragon Ball Z Swatch watch, which is so loud. It's so loud, Nat's actually locked it in another room. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. It's a nice present though. It was Tifa. a lovely present. Mm. And... Tifa also got me a present. She got me um Deku from uh, My Hero Academia. Oh, cool. Yes. I haven't been able to open any of my stuff. <laughs> Have you seen the Bakugo figure that goes with that? No. He looks so nonchalant and he's just like shooting an explosion above his head. <laughs> and I'm like, Bakugo never looks cool. Oh. What's like cool as in composed and oh, calm? Oh, he never looks composed. Yes. That's the thing. He looks composed and calm. Hmm. I mean, we have seen him look composed and calm in what would be considered the next season. Yeah. Of, and it's only for a few moments, but there are a couple of moments where you're like, he looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks all right. He, he's definitely got... Not enough to undo the stuff he's done, though. No, no. But it, it, there's definitely that mirroring of, like, All Might, Deku, Endeavor, and 
Fuck uh, like, Really? I, I think as far as like the demeanor goes, because you remember like oh yeah, when Endeavor first came in, he was very mm, yeah yeah shot all domestic abuse. No, don't do this to me. Are we cutting that out or are we putting no, that in? No, you're being told off publicly, but you are right. Like that, it does tackle some pretty heavy things. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyway. Um. Look, if you've been watching anything interesting, let us know in the comments um, or over on social media, as always. Um, there's plenty. My God, this season is chockers. Yeah, oh. it really is. I mean, we've so had that for good. the last few seasons it's as well. It's been great. There's something for everyone, finally. We've been thriving. <laughs> we had like that moment where we're like, Oh, there's like one or two shows and now it's like everyone has something new to talk about each episode it's amazing mm. um, but um, from there that does mean it gives us the chance to jump straight in and talk about today's main topic which is Pokemon Wi-Fi Radio I think I watched that as a kid oh yeah I remember that back catalogue Looking at the back catalogue, we haven't done this in a while. It's exciting, it's new, it's unusual, I like it. It's great. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back in time and looking at something we've that's like ages old. It's new. <laughs> There's new and there is old. There is something for everyone to enjoy here. Oh, yeah. So we what? are going to, so we are, of course, talking about Pokemon. 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 Let's not origin- talk about Ponymon. Ponymon. Is that a thing? I I wouldn't I hope be surprised. I would yeah. not be surprised. Pokemon, the Pocket Monsters anime from 1997, produced by OLM, and that has run basically up until now and has more piece episodes than One Piece. Just FYI. So take that. Uh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's still going. It's going to beat them. Um, Pokemon original anime was 1997. Yeah, man. Which wow. means it's older than Tifa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, only love just. you, Tif. We love you, Tif. Um, <laughs> love you, Heath, as well. <laughs> Tif and Heath. Tif and Heath. Um, and we originally were going to just talk about the movie and then talk about the new one, but I think we can't really do this without talking about that original series and like the explosion it had. Like, oh man, it was. I, I think we got it like. 98 99 was like about 12 to 18 months after because it was before like simul dubbing was really ever a thing yeah um and I'd say it was more 99 yeah I, I remember it being a part of my life then yeah yeah it was I like agree. i did we get we got the games earlier than that though didn't we we got the games almost around the same time oh, okay. um so the games had been in japan um, oh geez, was it 96, 97, I think for the games? Let's let's double check. But Pokemon Red and Blue, in Australia at least, came out a similar time to the anime series did. So Pokemon Red and Blue versions, which were the international, came out in 1998 in September in uh, North America. And Australia and New Zealand was October 1998. So yeah, Europe got it in '99, literally a year later, October. Yeah, like, but they would is... have had a bunch of different translations yeah. to do. But it's crazy when you think about how much that changes compared to today. Yes, like it's huge. Well, now we've got like massive teams dedicated to it. Back then, yeah. we didn't have that because yeah. there wasn't that much of a market for it. Yeah, licensed by four kids in 1998. 
So that means it came out in the US around the same time as the game, and that was probably on purpose to promote the sale of the game. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think that it probably would have been the same for us as well. Yeah. I feel like the movie is what really made it mm. like pop. Yeah. It did. Well, it offered the trading cards with it. Yeah. I've still got my Mew. Oh, the, really? the hieroglyphic oh. Mew? I've got a few of them. Oh. Yeah. Are they like it? In plastic still? Yeah. They're, Dude, they're... you are sitting on a literal gold mine. I know. Where are they? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, truth be told, in storage at the moment. Fair. Um, in, inside a giant building that used to be a giant refrigerator. It was like, sorry, what? It was like a cold house for a meat processing plant. And they've turned it into a storage building. Oh, neat. So it's like well insulated. And our room is in the second floor in the middle of the building. It's like, it ain't getting wet. Because <laughs> it's three stories. It's like, yes. <laughs> Best room ever. Um, but yeah, I have to get them out and have a look once I get to the new house and actually get them valued. Yeah, um, I still don't know if I'll give them away. Like sell them or anything. Like I was going to say, give them away. Hell no. No, no, no. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, no, we were we were big on it, and we were discussing this in the pre-show as well. Pokemon cards were huge. Oh like, yeah, it was. I, I'd say under twelve months after the games came out, Pokemon cards showed up for us. I could be wrong. Um, no, that seems about right. Let's have a look because we definitely had the games in the show first, and then the cards yeah. came out a bit later. Yeah, and I mean the trading card game came out in nineteen ninety six for what? Japan. Yeah, yeah. The card game's older than the game. No. Yeah. No, yeah. really? Well, think about it. You'd be able to market a trading card game way better than a video game. This is true. And access to, like, this was first-gen Game Boys as well. Exactly. If you're going to use anything to break into the market, you're going to want to use that. All right. Uh, 1998 for Wizards of the Coast to do the US and international release. Yeah. And that ties in exactly the same time. Actually, October 98. No, That's December 98. Oh, so okay. literally two months after the game came out. Yeah. That's massive. Yeah, man. Man, I, I like this is the thing. You don't realize how hard Pokemon went until you look back and go, wow, actually everything was out. Well, yeah, like uh, Japan had it for a few years. So I think mm. somebody went over there, saw how big it was getting mm-hmm. and went, we need this. Yeah, I'm really excited. Like this has reinvigorated my love of Pokemon. Like I never stopped loving it, but just my attention towards it dropped a lot. And especially like as you and I have been chatting about this, Aaron, like I've hardly played the new games at all. I just haven't had the time. And this has made me want to make time for it. If you really want to get reinvigorated about Pokemon, mm-hmm. talk to a kid about it. True. I True. spoke with my nephews about it and they are so excited about everything. And I was just <laughs> like, I love this so much. Like it's bringing out the kid in me. Yeah. Because one of them was like, my favorite's Rayquaza. And I was like, oh, that's a good choice. Like, have you seen a shiny Rayquaza? And they're like, what's that? And I was like, oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> and it's like, it is black with gold stripes. Red stripes. Or red stripes? Red stripes. What was the gold stripe? One? Gold stripe was the green one. Oh, it is too. Yeah. Even Lily knows the different Pokemon. <gasps> yeah, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's three and she knows what a Pikachu, Bulbasaur, oh. uh, Charmander, uh, Squirtle. You've got a good She knows kid. the difference, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like I didn't teach her either, so I'm like, yeah. where did you pick this up from? She's like, oh, Pikachu! And like points out to the Pikachus and she's like, I love Pikachu. Is she going to daycare or anything like that? No. Or? Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> she's very observant. Then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a, um, a good kid. Um, Nineteen ninety six was when the original games Green and uh, Red came out mm. in Japan. So two years to see it start growing, and then 
everything took off. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So look, um, we, we've talked a bit about the game. So let's talk about the anime. What you guys are really here yeah, for. The anime. Um, and there's, there's the anime and there's the Pokemon Adventures manga as well, which is completely different. I highly recommend. And way grislier. Way grislier. Not for kids. This is definitely like shonen to... Uh, my brain has died. Uh, Sinon. Yeah. Shonen and Sinon. I was about to say Jose and I was like, no. That That's is... exactly... I was like, it's <laughs> Shonen and Shoujo. We're not talking cats here. No, 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 we're not. Um, so the the original anime series started in Japan in 1997 and uh, we did get it about 18 months afterwards and there were some, shall we say, teething issues. Oh, yeah. With um, the Pokemon anime in the West. And this is not just to do with um, the translations and how they decided that Pokemon were going to say their name and stuff like that because that's obviously not a canonical thing for the games. Um, only Pikachu now and Eevee, and that's only in certain games. Yeah, so. that's the more recent games. Yeah. Because um, I'm pretty sure they did that in Sword and Shield. Yeah, just like, but only Pikachu yeah. and Eevee. Um, and that was because they did Let's Go and they made them yeah. do that. In that Everything game. else just gets like crazy, like distorted screams. Which is awesome. Oh, man. Uh like the monsters, Cricketoon, yeah, yeah, in- <laughs> yeah, in, in, Ar- in Arceus, yeah. it's like it's like is that a is that a foghorn <laughs> siren an evacuation warning like what's going on like so many people shared that and were just like I'm I'm horrified now <laughs> like no. Um, man, I need to play out that too. Worst thing is when you're in a cave and it's the same sounds. Yeah, it was like the bats uh, everywhere. Like that. They need to make, like, an Arceus 2. Well, a lot of fans have been like, oh, what if they did Pokemon Legends Celebi? Oh. Because that'd be Johto. That'd be, like, it, Johto and Kanto together, potentially. Potentially, if they had the time. yeah. But because that's where a lot of the fan base, like, a lot of people, Johto was their favourite because yeah. you had access to Johto and Kanto. Yeah. And it was the... Because originally it wasn't meant to be 151. No. It was meant to be, like, 200-odd. Yeah. Um, so they had to colour a lot and those extras then showed up in Johto. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got a lot of ones that we missed out on there. So technically it is the full original experience yeah. with some extras. And Gold and Silver also were set up in a way that Pokemon Company Game Freak didn't think that they were going to survive. They didn't think this would sell. So they went, let's just go bat. Let's go Matt. Yeah. Let's go nuts with it. Let's make this the biggest game and go out on a high. And it basically saved the company. Yeah. So it's like, well, nice. So yeah. It, can you imagine that if after Poke- after Gold and Silver, it, it flopped and no more Pokemon? What a different world we'd be in. Digimon would be like the most well-known by comparison. Hmm. The one I hated was Black and White. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. That, <laughs> I quite like Black and White nah. and Black and White too. The one I didn't <laughs> like was Sun and Moon because it was so handholdy. Exactly what I was about to say. I couldn't stand yeah. it. And I still to and this the day rental Pokemon. Yeah, that's just like no. Machamp comes and picks you up and it moves things, and you're sitting there yeah. like a Stark from Game of Thrones in its arms. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, we come back to the games. Okay, so look, from the Pokemon anime, there were a lot of really memorable episodes. And the idea of the anime was every episode, it would focus and introduce one Pokemon from that, um, if you will, generation. generation. Um, And whether that's them evolving, whether that's them um, being caught or being met, whatever it might be. But there are some we never saw. 
And that was because some episodes were banned outside of Japan. Oh, I thought you were going to say, yeah, they just decided those Pokemon weren't interesting enough. And I was going to yeah, be like, excuse you? I'm sorry, but we've got a Shuckle episode. If there's ever going to be an episode. Okay. <laughs> but we have had our Shuckle discussion. We've had our Shuckle discussion at length. And I still don't like it, but I appreciate that it is the most broken Pokemon in the game. Because there's a certain set of things you can do to it to make it knock opponents for 5 million damage. And it's like, I'm sorry, how? And it's just like, oh, well, it's got to be in a triple battle. It's like all these certain circumstances, but it makes it the hardest hitting Pokemon in the entire franchise, bar none, yep. because of the way it's set up. Yep. And it's just like, so what you're saying is people found the worst Pokemon, which is a glorified juice machine, and turned it into literally the god of Pokemon that can knock out every legendary in one hit almost. Well, is there is there an episode with the keys? Yeah. Oh, Klefki. Yeah. Yeah. In the new series, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, no, nah, that's you all Pokemon. The keys. I hate the keys. Everybody's the got keys. one Pokemon they hate. Mine's yeah. Bidoof. I hate Bidoof with a passion. <laughs> you know, it's I, got the stupidest little face. I, I hated Bidoof for the longest time until I watched Pokemon Rusty and then they had like the golden god Bidoof with like the bodybuilder body. And I just, ever since then, I've been like, Bidoof! Even then, cannot stand Bidoof. Oh, fair enough. Um, but... Some of these episodes were we never saw. So you might have noticed we like we we got to see Dragonite um, on the like episode where it had the um, oh the light, giant Dragonite yeah at the, the lighthouse, lighthouse yeah you know but we never saw it properly there and then you see it later again in the series but there are some and in the movie yeah the I was movie, gonna say in the movie he was, uh, yeah. yeah but Dr- Dratini I don't think we see in the the normal series at least the first one fifty episodes and that's because that episode was gone. Tauros, we never knew where Ash got all those Tauros from. Uh, four kids were like, oh, that's um, because he... His um, dad had bought, like, caught them all and sent yeah, them to him. His dad, who we never meet. and his Well, we've got his stepdad. <laughs> Which one? Mr. Mime? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Professor Oak, but you know. <laughs> oh, I mean, either or, like, you never know. Um, and then there's also um, Porygon we never see um, mm. for reasons which we'll get to in a minute. Health and, issues. And then there was also Jinx as well who had two of its episodes cancelled due to controversy as well um and other things as well so we're gonna and i think um cloister as well and that's because of the the, the, i mean we are going to be erring a little bit on uh the awkward side here um so episode 18 of the series is called beauty and the beach now, we didn't get this... Well, it aired in the US, but it was heavily censored and eventually just had a lot of content dropped out of it, so it became a short episode instead of the full thing. Now, this has never been released on home video or streaming services, so the only way to find it is to, uh, shall we say, surf the high seas um, off the beach. I'm surprised it hasn't been... Um... <laughs> what are you showing her? <laughs> Is it James? It's Cloister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, yeah. The, the young couple Duff and Erica who have a Cloister and a uh, Onyx. Onyx. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm. That's why we didn't get Cloister family. Yeah. So actually, it's Cloister appears in this episode. Now, Beauty and the Beach. Uh, the blurb for it: After finally escaping the deserted island, our heroes arrive in Acapulco, the world's greatest resort. They begin their vacation on endless, beautiful beaches lined with palm trees. Ash, Misty, and Brock go joyriding on a cruiser belonging to an old man and inadvertently break it 
what is wrong with these kids? They're uh, kids. <laughs> yeah. Who would give them a boat? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Our heroes and their Pokemon work temporarily for the old man to pay off the debt. Business is booming and creating resentment from his main competitor. And as a result, Team Rocket is employed to interfere. They get employed? They do. They get money? You also get to see Professor Oak and Ash's man unexpectedly showing up to have a holiday at the resort together. Yeah, but they have quite a few holidays together. Yeah. They have fun times. Yeah, look, I think that's... <laughs> Shall yeah, we yeah, say- go, go catch them or whatever. Hey, uh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> She's a milk. Mother I'd like to catch Pokemon with. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say kiss. <laughs> no, no, C, 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 M-I-L-C. Um, so during all this promotion, um, yeah, there ends up being like uh, a beauty contest. And the reason this episode was banned is that James comes out with boobs. I'm surprised that they've not like released this one. I know, out right? Since because of just, you know, acceptance now. Yeah. I know, right? So of the five banned episodes that have aired on Japanese TV, this is the first one banned in all countries outside of Asia. The reason it's banned is because there are seen halfway where James cross-dresses and wears inflatable breasts for a beauty contest. Although intended for comic effect, the nature of the scene caused so much controversy, the whole episode was scrapped for almost three years until it was aired in a heavily cut version only 18 minutes long. This edited version was titled The Lost Episode when it aired in 2000. Completely out of order and actually after Orange Island, so Misty shouldn't have been there, neither should have Brock. Can I just (laughs) read a text post relevant to this? Yeah. So I have this new Pokemon anime plot. Basically, there's this Team Rocket guy, except he's got huge boobs. I mean, some serious honkers, a real setup for donkers. Packing some dub on honkery... Honkaroos? This massive Dahoon Kanban Conkaroos. Some real Ton Honkery Cougars. What happens next? Ash shows up with even bigger Ton Honkaroos. You mongus Honkalonga Hoongahalongaloos. Ton Honkery Cougars. Hobbitadam Bum Honkaroos. So, of all the band this episodes, this is the only one that was intended to be skipped and completed and completely by four kids and ironically was the only one that eventually made it to air it's also the episode which had the longest time between its original Japanese air and English dub release nearly three years um, the funny thing is is that parts of this episode appear in the English dub of Hypno's nap time which is um, one where they use the Hypno's like hypnotize people and they have flashbacks and everyone when they watched that and that was only like a couple of episodes after this everyone's like when did that happen and it's because they cut it so yeah. yeah. So that's that that was the first one. The next one um is episode 35, which is the Safari Zone. And yep. this had Rotini in it and this uh basically was banned. Um this had Rotini Dragonair and Tauroses and this is where Ash got all of his Tauros. Um, because, you know, why not capture the entire park for some reason? (laughs) Yeah, screw the ecosystem. Yeah. We're just going to throw it entirely out of whack. (laughs) Um, This features a lot of firearms and guns. Um, It also features Team Rocket in a giant Rhydon. Bipedal? Yep. Rhydon. And it has a gun in its mouth, and they're on top with rifles as well um this was banned for the firearm footage however it was also released around the time of the columbine shooting i was gonna say isn't so... america all four guns why would they ban it because they're... <laughs> i mean look let, let, let's be completely honest here the amount of incidents that the u.s has had it, it could have been any other incident yeah and they just kind of went maybe in four kids obviously being quite conservative on that front weren't going to put it out basically 
So they did use episode footage from the episode in the Poker app, which means obviously four kids did have access to it. So there you go. Um, but uh, it was there was never an English dub for this episode as network TV refused to have it aired when the scene with Kaiser pointing a gun at Ash was shown. And unfortunately for fans, this was skipped and it created a major plot hole for non-Japanese version of the show, confusing many viewers on how, when, where, and why Ash caught 30 Tauros. Although Professor Oak mentioned it once uh, to basically say, yeah, your dad got them for you. And it's like, that's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> My dad? My dad, who I'll My never dad? meet and never see. I thought he died 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, on a related note, this was technically the fourth band episode to feature a fairly important event as Challenge of the Samurai, Pokemon Sensation, and Ninja Pokemon Showdown, which feature Ash's Metapod evolving into Butterfree, Ash earning the Rainbow Badge, and Ash earning the Soul Badge, had all been banned in South Korea. Oh. So you miss all of those due to overt references to Japanese culture due to tensions between South Korea and Japan at the time. Uh, um, specifically, summarized traditional Japanese clothing for women and ninjas, respectively. So, yeah. as you can imagine, bit of a difficult history there. Now, while this was never dubbed, it is available online. And there are fan dubs of it, and there are fan subs of it. So if you do want to watch it, it is available and around screw those four kids guys i have money no i have internet <laughs> yeah nobody said anything about money none no, of us have money none of us have money we have debt so much debt um and then that brings us to probably the most well-known band episode episode 38 Computer Warrior Porygon, also known as the Pokemon Seizure episode. Mm. This, um, when it was first broadcast in 1997, it was infamous for the result in over 700 Japanese children, people, sorry, ranging from 3 to 58 years old, suffering adverse health effects, including epileptic seizures, vomiting, irritated eyes, and other related symptoms due to a flashing strobe effect upon its first and only airing and because of that it has never been commercially released or rebroadcast anywhere in the row and the show went on hiatus for four months following it this is the one which uh they're in the digital world with, <gasps> with digimon um, digimon <laughs> with porygon and rockets are being fired at them and pikachu is shooting the rockets and when they explode they flash white red yellow repeatedly across the screen in the background and that triggered epilepsy in so many people the hospital I think they call it like Pokemon Panic Fever or something like that. Um, that sounds kind of catchy. They they did have like a, a catchy sort of thing. a fun happy name. Yeah, which is just like really? Pikachu's Oopsie Fever. Done it up. Um, so yeah all references to Pokemon including a New Year's show celebrating Pokemon were removed from TV Tokyo's programming um, because it was December 23rd um, was when Holiday Hijinks was meant to air um, which also like is another sort of band episode um, which was the one afterwards so this was the week before Christmas that they said. Now, Japan obviously don't massively celebrate uh, Christmas like we see in a lot of English-speaking countries, but it's still a holiday period. Mm. So They go get KFC. Yeah. And then they had the Battling Eevee Brothers become uh, the episode which came out after. Oh, that one was fun. I love that episode. Their stupid hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, so yeah, that pushed holiday hijinks like all the way back to like October along with Snow Way Out 
um, which were the next two episodes in the series. So like it, it really messed up their broadcast schedule and everything. Um, this uh, caused the episode... Uh, po- sorry, Pokemon Shock was the incident that it was coined that they coined it and before the series restarted a special report was aired titled anime pocket monsters problem inspection report an addition an explanation aimed for children was shown on the first episode after the incident however it has been known some children faked seizures to skip school the next day <laughs> I mean that's not a bad yeah. idea <laughs> <laughs> I mean, smart look, kids smart kids I wouldn't be surprised um, every Pokemon episode that aired up until this, including the opening, was edited by lighting certain scenes, removing or changing fast-flashing scenes and more. The original version of the episodes have never been shown again, except for Mistake on Hulu Japan. So, Ooh. yeah. If they showed it by Mistake, you know that means it's everywhere online, right? Yep. Yeah. Now, the resulting hiatus also impacted the production of The Mewtwo Strikes Back leading to the creation of a prologue explaining Mewtwo's backstory as the story at, at the episode's foreshadowing his appearance were delayed before the movie's air date in Japan. Oh. So it actually had a roll-on and flow-on effect, and that's why the film, like, a lot of people were like, this didn't make sense, but for us in the West, when we got it later, it made sense because we'd had all the episodes up to that point. They waited for it. Yeah. Um, so I was going to say, like, it's called Mewtwo Strikes Back or Mewtwo's Revenge or whatever, and I was like... But why? Where's the first one? Where's Mewtwo exists? Mewtwo origins? Like, yeah. why? Why? Why is he striking back? What's he getting revenge for? Like, ten-year-old me couldn't compute it. I was like, what's going on? This is a sequel. Yeah, <laughs> this is also why you never see Porygon, and not just Porygon. So, to further avoid to avoid further controversy, including the episode's central plot, Porygon has never been an important role in another episode since, despite Pikachu being the one to cause the seizures. Well, so Porygon and its evolved forms 2 and Z also remain absent from the anime completely until the 15th movie and even then only in cameo appearances. Did you guys hear about the incident with the trading cards? Uh, The one where someone was apparently... The psychic? No. Kadabra? Oh, no. I I know something happened like they banned Kadabra from the game or something. Yeah, a guy had a lawsuit because his main trick was bending spoons. Yeah. And (sighs) so he was like, this is obviously depicting me. I haven't been paid for it. This is a lawsuit. (laughs) It's only recently been redacted because he's like, oh, sorry, that's on me. That was a bit egocentric of me. So now, because there was a big gap where you can't get Kadabra cards, you could get Abra and you could get Alakazam. You could not get Kadabra. So you can never evolve it. Well, they found ways around it, obviously. Yeah. But, like, it's it, it's wild that, like, mm-hmm. for a good, I don't know how many years, you just couldn't get a Kadabra. Yeah, yeah. Because that one guy was like, no, that's a lawsuit. Holy hell, I have, I have a, kid- a couple of Kadabras. Like the OG Kadabras? Yeah. yeah. Those were the last ones released before the lawsuit. Are they worth anything now? Or are they not now? <laughs> I don't think anymore because you get Kadabras again. <laughs> I'm going to make all my money off my Pokemon cards. Yeah, you should have done it like three years ago. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. But yeah, yeah um, also... Um, Pokemon controversies. Here we go. Oh, fun fact. <laughs> um, well, the epilepsy episode also <laughs> has the Guinness World Record. It is the most photosensitive, photosensitive epileptic seizures caused by a television show. It's yeah, that's wow. what you want to record for. Yeah, yeah. woo, Woo-hoo. Uh, On September 19, 2020, the official Pokemon Twitter account posted a tweet that read, "Porygon did nothing wrong." <laughs> well, it's not wrong. The tweet has since been deleted, <laughs> but I've got a picture of it. Uh, 
But anyway, and then obviously you got holiday hijinks, which was where Jinx... Um, uh, look, Jinx was banned basically because it was blackface. And yeah, it was de- it was depicting a racist stereotype. Yeah, and that's since been changed. And Blink's uh, Jinx is now purple. This we saw the same thing with Mr. Popo in Dragon Ball, and um, they color graded him so he was almost like a red. Um, well, in the release, in his defense, I feel like Jinx was meant to not be a human. Like it's not no. supposed to be depicted as a human, and it was meant to like shadow the face so you could only see the eyes and the lips, so that mm. you you never knew what the face looked like. All you saw was the hair around it. Sort yeah. of like a tangler. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think just like based on its original design, there were some potential stereotyping there. Yeah. Like you can see how that could be interpreted wrong, even mm. if that wasn't the case. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a difficult topic, especially when, you know, Japan's got a history of Well, doing... it's better to be safe than sorry with yeah. these things. Like it's better to be yeah. safe and protect people rather than accidentally offending someone. Mm-hmm. And this was um, also occurred in uh, the Orange Island arc, which is the Mandarin Island mismatch. Um, this episode has either been banned or edited for two reasons. Um, also, this is the episode which had Cloister in it again and was also banned. Ah, <laughs> oh, Cloister. Um, firstly, because of the uh, issue to do with uh, the depiction of Jinx in its original black skin form instead of the purple skin, which has become standard going forward. And also um, Prima, who is one of the Elite Four, having a, shall we say, fairly large amount of skin showing on her chest, which was deemed inappropriate for a child's Do we have pictures? Yeah. Oh, that's Lorelei. Yep. It's amazing. But it's it's not just that. Like there's other scenes where it's like close up shots of it and stuff like that. So Oh yeah. Like yeah. they they, they okay. basically sexualized her character. Um and I I can see where they're coming from, but it it's also Japan, like, come on. <laughs> and the character's over eighteen, so there's no dubious questions there at least. Yeah, look what they did with her later. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. She's pretty cool. She is amazing. I loved Lorelei from like my first playthrough. Yeah. She was always a cool character. Oh, hands down. And then, you know, you've got like... Well, the... cool character. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, like, that's a very odd shot. Yeah. Um, for the people at home, it's like half a boob, front of the screen. And then they changed it to basically be her jacket arm instead. Oh. Uh, and Ash getting real flustered and misty looking away. Yeah. You call that flustered? I'd call that angry. He looks you can be angry. angry and flustered. <laughs> oh, there's a... Um, I'm not going to say what the obvious connect- <laughs> there's a connection part there where you join them. Putting pops. Anyway, there were plenty of dub edits for this as well. So in the dub, Lorelei is incorrectly referred to as Prima. Four kids claim this is due to Lorelei having an extra syllable over her Japanese Kana, named Kana, and you know they then couldn't fit it in. Um, but all of the references to Prima's status as a member of the Elite Four are removed from the dub. So that's what? weird. Later create a minor contradiction when Misty mentions this encounter with Prima in Wired for Battle and refers to her as an Elite Four member, which I, I remember because I was watching this when it came out. was like, what on earth? But yeah, there is... Oh, 
in a, this is actually relevant to Australia. A 38-second scene after Ash suggests that Prima is only denying him a battle because she will lose was cut in some versions of the English, English dub as well as in all international dubs based on it. It is cut in all US DVD releases, but not on two older Australian DVD releases, and was previously broadcast on Kids WB and Cartoon Network. In the dub version and re-airings of the Japanese version, where it is not cut out, Prima's cleavage has been removed, though not any more when the scene zooms in. The dialogue, dialogue as it is as follows. Hey, what's so funny? Not only am I undefeated champion on this island, but I'm practically a Pokemon master. Come on, Prima. One battle. Misty then says, the only thing you're the master of is disaster. Ash, who asked you? Maybe you want me to teach you a lesson instead of Prima. Hey, I guess I could use another easy win. Misty, what do you mean another easy win? Ash, walking away. Oh, well, if it's... If the great Prima scared me, I guess I'll find someone who's not afraid to lose. Misty, annoyed, uh, ashes, so if he did ever battle you, he'd see he's not as great as he thinks he is. Now, obviously, that conversation for a four kids dub, mm, probably not good at the time, at least. Um, it's it's a bit sexist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he challenges people to a battle on that. And let, let's be honest, like, Japan, Japan do what Japan do. Yeah. They're a few years behind in a lot of things. Yeah, and th this was another example. And we see it a lot with anime. Like sometimes, uh, I think we're only starting to see characters who are non-binary or you know gender fluid being more readily accepted as part of anime broadcasts in say like the last five years. Whereas like that process incorrect. Kuda picker hunter hunter. True, true. But what, was, he wasn't one of the main characters, was he? They were one of the main characters, uh, yeah. Remember, I haven't watched Hunter Hunter yet. Still, um, so. They were introduced, like, basically at the beginning. Oh, okay, yeah. And they have, like, their whole arc in the manga, like, mm. just dedicated to them. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there are exceptions to every rule, but I think yeah. I think it's it's fair to say that there hasn't been, a, a in a lot of animes, not as much focus drawn to it. No. Um, and we are seeing that more now, just like we have over the past 10 years for Western culture. It's becoming much more of an open and discussed conversation, including, you know, transitioning, therapies around it, you know, identification and so on. Hmm. So it, it's interesting to see, like, we know that when something starts happening here, there will eventually be a, a, a flow over into Japan as well. Hello, Lag. Are you jumping up to join us? He's checking out routes. He's a Pokemon now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, smells like a different cat. Oh, yeah, that's a good point because of Maple. Yeah. Mm. But yes, anyway, um, the original Pokemon series, fantastic. And then there was the movie. Oh, oh the movie. Love the movie. Love and the it movie. confused everybody because what was this blue Pikachu? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> so the Pokemon movie came out before Gold and Silver had been released in the West, at least. Um, I'm not too sure about Japan. I will need to confirm that. So Gold and Silver came out in 1999, 2002. And if you keep in mind as well that the Mewtwo movie was delayed because of the lead-up, because of the other stuff, it was potential for those um, Pokemon. Hey, Liger, why are you attacking microphones? He's just being cuddly and he's affectionate. Being, he's so cuddly at the moment. It's because the, the house weather. is empty most of the day at the moment as well. But, um, yeah, because of the delay to the show, because of Pokemon um, well, seizure also event, and then... As we were saying earlier, like not all the Pokemon got to make it into the original. Mm -hmm. So these are probably some of the extras that were meant to go in. Yeah. So you had Meryl, Donphan, and... Snubble. Snubble. Liger, you need to stop rubbing on microphone cables. It's not very good of you. There we go. He's in such a moochie mood. That's he wants attention. Boy. 
Oh, anyway. <laughs> so because of this, obviously, when the Mewtwo film came out, not everything had been sort of pre-prepared for it um, as far as in the series goes. Mm. However, that didn't stop making it enjoyable in no. the least. And as Kenny is not here but did ask me to say, um, we now know that Pokemon Tears can bring back the dead. So <laughs> Yeah, and then it's never brought up again. No, no. Nobody it ever makes goes... you wonder if it's canon or not. Like, is this film canon? I would like to say yes. I'd like to say yes too. But there's a, there's, there's a lot of questions. Let, actually, let us ask the internet. Pokemon, the first movie, 1998. P- primarily consists of three segments. Pikachu's Vacation, the 21-minute feature focusing on the series mascot Pikachu. Mm-hmm. The Origin of Mewtwo, the 10-minute prologue added to the extended version of the film because of the delays in the episodes. Yeah. And then the Mewtwo Strikes Back, the main 75-minute film feature. Now, overseas, the prologue can only be seen as a bonus short on DVD versions of it. The events of the film take place during the first season in the Indigo League, and the English-language adaptation was done by Warner Brothers, which explains why it was really well done. Like, they're just good. So, the film received good reviews. Unsurprisingly, it was the peak of Pokemon fever, and praise directed at the film's emotional impact and the exploration of ethics topics such as clothing, genetic modification, and existentialism. (laughs) Who wrote this? (laughs) Do Pokemons have souls? No. 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 (laughs) Just just like apparently food doesn't have souls. Like, you know, oh, it's a whole mess. Um, (laughs) Do robots have souls? Actually, this is something we were talking about earlier. So in the Japanese version of Pokemon, it's alluded very early on that people eat Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But in the English dub, because it's four kids, no, no, you can't do that. <laughs> They're your friends, not your food. Don't eat your pets. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the in recent years, it's become a lot more stuff pointing towards it. I mean, you remember there was the whole thing, the episode and the segment in Gold and Silver about po- the Slowpoke Tales and, like, yep. you know, it's a delicacy. And you're like, okay, yeah, that seems really bad. That's really horrible. Like they're, you know, they're they're sentient beings. And then you get to Pokemon Sword and Shield, and they go, its tail's quite delicious. And the Pokedex entry, you're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's like, then they're like Barra Scooter, and it's like, taste, del- its its flesh is quite delicious when roasted. And it's yeah. like, whoa, you guys are just like, you've decided no, we're eating all the Pokemon now. <laughs> okay, okay, can we just do a quick like personal question thing here? Yeah. What do you think would be the tastiest Pokemon? I've had this question come up before on a board game where um, it's I like, think I was there for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like there's a lot of interesting Pokemon to eat. Yes. Um, Tauros is the obvious choice. Tauros is the basic person answer. Mm. <laughs> like that, that's the basic one that you go for. And but my question to you would be: Would you go for fish, red meat, or bird? Oh, I'd go completely different. Yeah? Alcremy. Oh, the ice cream. Oh, the cream. Yeah. And then as Dynamaxes, it literally turns into a giant cake. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Is there a more obvious answer? Would you have to cook it then or would you just bite it? I feel like you just eat it. I reckon it tastes like a meringue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well I, what if, and then there's the ice cream one well, too. Because alchemy, depending on what ingredient you get it whole and which way you spin, is what flavor it turns into. Yeah. So. Mm. So you know with the ice cream, how there's like the single, double, yeah, and triple. Yeah. So what 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 would happen if you took like one of the things off? Would it like d- devolve? 
Well, I'm thinking it'd die. <laughs> well, it'd be like what would happen to a Dodrio if you took off one of its heads. You what see, this would happen? A, well, it'd still be a Dodrio, but it'd just have two heads. It'd be an Uno Drio. <laughs> <laughs> then what if you took two off? Would it then just also, can go I back s- to... Can yeah, I say that's one? a real missed opportunity with the Duo Do Trio to have a baby form for it, which was Do Uno. It could be a little baby bird. <laughs> and then, you know, it gets a second head and it explains why it's so angry because like, where the heck did you come from? It's like, hi, uh, I'm Ralph. Excuse me, this was my body? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, um, Alchemy's a good choice. Yeah, man. Alchemy's a good choice. Mm. I think uh, I love Pidgeot and Pidgeot, like the whole Pidgey line. I love them, even though they're meant to be like just... Basic regular birds yeah but i've just always really liked pidgey um i, I just like animals that i can scritch and <laughs> they let me do that in pokemon x and just it's like ah oh, yes and you're rubbing under its neck and it's like yeah <laughs> that's part of the actual two screen experience i miss well you want to know a fun thing mm-hmm. i've had it pointed out to me that most people these days or most guys these days have the pidgeotto haircut you're right. You're right. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 They're walking around looking like Pidgeotos. Wait, do I? No, you don't. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's all slicked back. Yeah. And then um, it's the short sides. No, I go the Vasha Stampede, put it, you know, high, higher the hair, closer to God. Okay. Completely <laughs> irrelevant. There were three Vasha Stampedes at Tokyo Alley yesterday, Ooh. all walking around together. Nice. Different versions of him. And uh, I was like, why? Why was there no Underwood? Uh, Wolfwood? Yeah, Wolfwood, sorry, yeah. I also saw art there that was Wolfwood as a wolf. Oh. And I was like, that makes sense, but I kind of... <laughs> it's his persona. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Kiralee, <laughs> food, Pokemon. Yes. What I'd probably you? go, I hate to say this, like Slowpoke. You want to try the tail? Well, yeah, but because it's like kind of like a pig-esque sort of... Sloth. Like sloth. Yeah. Fatty, doesn't realize what's going like, on. Swim, but also yeah. land and swim, kind of. Well, look woo-woo. for it to evolve. If it's going to have a what's apparently a cloister, but definitely not a cloister, bite its tail. Um, I might as well be the one that bites its tail. <laughs> yeah, see what it evolves into then. <laughs> Lunch. <laughs> Just like you picking one up and chomping it, then the evolution mm. music starts playing. You're like. What? Yeah. Am I a Pokemon? <laughs> are we the Pokemon? Were we the Pokemon all along? <laughs> the Pokemon are actually just animals made to look cute. I don't know. Like, there's, there's so many good choices. Like, obviously, there's all of the ones that are based on, like, food. Foods. Like, like Slurpuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to say, like, Michael Grimer just for the lols, but oh. you die because um, <laughs> they're uh, pure poison. Well, that's the fun thing. The Alolan versions. Mm-hmm. I think because it's a lot healthier in those regions, the mucks and grimers were a lot healthier, they said. They were, yeah, they were still green and They were rainbow. rainbow. Well, green and yellow for grimer, grimer and, and rainbow from muck. Yeah. So I feel like those would be your safer options. Would it be like mm. rainbow ice cream? It, it, mm. It's like how we want to eat plutonium, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, why do we want to eat plutonium? Because it looks like orange and tasty. And Tang like, to the extreme. Yeah, and like how we want to drink lava. I don't know. I don't know. You guys don't want to try it just once? No. See what it tastes like? It'll taste like 
dirt. It'll taste like burning. Well, yeah, it <laughs> tastes like death. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, you look at it and you watch it moving and you're like... Mugma. I mean, like, more Little like fondue. Slurp. <laughs> like a fondue oh, yeah. sort of for it. Mm. If anything, rather than drink it, like fondue it. Well, you can drink lava, but only once. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what? I actually... Going back to Pokemon, <laughs> I wonder what a fire type would taste like. Depends on the fire type. Moltres yeah. probably just tastes like fried chicken. Spicy fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, Korean fried like, chicken. <laughs> I freaking love Moltres. Like, it's like the original trilogy. It was my favorite uh, mm. um, legendary bird. Um, and just, you know, fire. Cool. <laughs> I, I love all three of them, but... Torchic's entire line would just be fried, fried chicken. chicken. Yeah. 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 It's, especially its first form, actually. Yeah. Like, that's a chicken nugget. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're not gonna get much meat off of it. No, no. You're what not. about Tangler? I was thinking that. Yeah, Would it's it be like, like pre-made sausages. I, I was Ooh. thinking it was vines. I was thinking vines oh. as well. So I was thinking like zucchini noodles. Oh yeah, yeah. I was just thinking like plain vines hanging from a tree, like just. <laughs> Could uh. be more like like um like tentacles, leaf. like oct- octopus. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like that's more octillery or tentacle. Tentacle. Yeah. I don't know. I thought they were jellyfish. Oh, they are, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Yeah, they are. I mean, you can also have jellyfish. It's just got zero sustenance to it. I mean, that checks. It's mostly water, isn't it? You could have a delicious berry and shuckle soup served in the bowl, like in <laughs> the shell. in the shell. <laughs> no, it's got too many holes. <laughs> you like yeah. corks in it. For you and f- like five friends. <laughs> oh. Why don't you shuck the hell up? Ah, <laughs> uh, shuck off. <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, um, Pokemon tasty. Um, <laughs> mm. Is there a turkey Pokemon? I don't think there is. A turkey Pokemon. I'm, I'm asking the internet. You know what took them forever to make that I was really mad about until they finally released it in Scarlet and Violet? There was no dolphin Pokemon. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And its current version is a little weird. I kind of like it. Like, I, when you understand it, I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. But it's. I just find it a little bit disappointing that its evolution doesn't look anything different other than the mark on its chest. Like, it should be somewhat slightly different, whether it's a mild color change or something. Just yeah, so it's easier but to tell. you can tell by the name. Yeah, but if you've nicknamed it. Well, then it's up to you to pick it in a battle. Yeah. And um, nobody's sending out the first form, trust me. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, the only... You search turkey Pokemon, the first thing that comes up is bloody Mandibuzz. <laughs> that's like, a vulture. That's a vulture. You really do not want to be eating that. People have made fake mons for it. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. Is I, it like a whole Thanksgiving? No. It's, oh. it's actually pretty cool. Oh. It's a core turkey. I thought it said carverky, and I was like, yeah, that's Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fire type, so... Self-cooking. Self-cooking. Once again, it's Korean fried chicken. (laughs) Okay, you know what Pokemon I've always wanted? I've wanted a fire electric cat, because then it loves fish and birds, but it hates getting wet. Yeah. Right? Why is that not a thing? Because they can't get fake mon ideas, so no. I'm just gonna shut the hell up. <laughs> They've ruined it. <laughs> How dare they? Okay. Anyway, back to the film. <laughs> Look, this is a very tangent-heavy episode, but I'm down with it. Like, we love Pokemon. We do just love it. And like, I think that's fair. 
Well, with such a long-running series and how much impact it's had on a lot of mm. people's lives, it's fair. Yeah. What about the new real-life movie? I actually love Detective Pikachu. Oh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, I love Detective yes. Pikachu. Yes. I want the sequel. Like, I don't care if it's not Detective Pikachu. I don't care if it's like, you know... it's Detective Raichu. Or Squirtle <laughs> or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, no, Squirtle Squad live-action movie. <gasps> yes. As, like, firefighters. Yes. In the same city. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, the same thing's going on, but it's focused on them and, like, a new male or female character as, like, the sidekick to them and is managing them as a crew. Emergency response cool. team. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon Emergency Response. That would be amazing. Screw Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. We've got a new one for you. Mate, you make it like Promare. Yeah. Like bombastically big. A little squirtle yeah. in a Blastoise mech. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, that would be so good. <laughs> make this. <laughs> Someone make this. It's so good. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, sorry, I got way too excited there. Um, so, Mewtwo film. This, uh, so this is a bit of an odd one, isn't it? When you think about it from like a Pokemon movie standpoint, it breaks a lot of the rules of the Pokemon series. Like, Pokeballs get captured by these special Pokeballs that Mewtwo's made. Mm. Like, you, there's the whole thing about you can't capture other people's Pokemon because they're already in a you know attached to that ball or whatever, and they'll block it. And it's like if they can block it, couldn't they block themselves getting captured as well? <laughs> you know. Well, so you can capture other people's Pokemon, oh. um, but usually either the trainer will smack it out of the way because they'll see you getting it ready, and they'll be like, "Yeah, the hell, dude." Mm-hmm. Or um, what's the other thing? It's something else. The Pokemon knocks it back. No, the Pokemon don't knock it back. Because uh, you can't capture another Pokeball, which is what they did in the Mewtwo yeah, movie. The movie. But you can catch other people's Pokemon. Mm. Um, that was kind of the whole plot point in XD Gale of Darkness. Oh, on the, the GameCube, the GameCube yeah. game, yeah. Because they'd have these dark, corrupted Pokemon. You could capture them and then, then like, purify them. them. Which is where the whole, uh, like, the dark Pokemon, the Rocket uh, yep. card game yep. came from. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes um, sense. And the whole Rocket thing as well. Because mm. they're trying to catch other people's Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're not even trying to capture them. They're just trying to steal them. And yeah. then I guess. I mean, you can just straight up yoink someone's Pokeball. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> they ain't got NFC to make it <laughs> work. Oh, man. I was thinking the other day. A Digimon, like, uh, NFTs? Oh. Are they on the blockchain? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> But it's, it's an interesting concept. I just hope the Digimon company doesn't try to get into it. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, NFTs last, are dead. Look, we say they're, de- they're dead, but Japan, as we mentioned, being behind and everything, are still putting them in their games. Like, Square Enix is obsessed with them, and it's going to become a problem. Oh, yeah, isn't that in the new Final Fantasy? Yeah. yeah. They're like, why would you put NFTs in a game? It's the dumbest thing you could do. Yeah. They're like, so you can transfer it to other games. Like, you're not going to allow that, though. No. You're not going to do it. It's just a way for you to make more money and it's a dumb idea. Well, they did that in the Nino Cooney game mm-hmm. and it's like, ugh, come on, guys. Yeah. No, I just have no interest. It's it's dumb. Tangents! Anyway, Mewtwo <laughs> strikes back after Mewtwo fully matures and awakens from a long slumber in a laboratory on New Island. They, so they were up all night thinking that one up. <laughs> he learns of his origin as Mew's clone from Dr. Fuji and infuriated that Fuji and his clo- colleague seems nothing more than an experiment, he unleashes his incredible psychic abilities and telekinetically destroys the lab, killing Fuji and the rest of the scientists. That's right, a Pokemon kills a human being. Is Dr. Fuji related to Mr. Fuji in Pokemon? I don't think so. I 
don't think so. Because so, he's the guy in Lavender Town who takes in all the abandoned Pokemon. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it. Is Scientist Dr. Fuji related to Mr. Fuji Pokemon? It's like, is it related to Mr. Beast? No. <laughs> Dr. Fuji and Mr. Beast, yes. Mr. Fuji used to live on Cinnabar Island where he was known as Dr. Fuji. Oh. So, because in the games you can find Mr. Fuji and you can also find Mewtwo. He's in generation one, two, three, four, and seven. So did he die? Well, they're different storylines, I guess. I guess so. But. Well, maybe the Pokemon tears brought him back to life. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. You're not wrong. That could be it. But that means that that sweet old man in Lavender Town was working for Giovanni. I mean, Fuji could just, it does say he's a kind old man who lives in Lavender Town in the Kanto region. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Maybe it's like his sick and twisted brother. Yeah. Yeah. He's in... Oh, so he's been in lots of generations, but it's just the remakes so that either have gold or silver. Yeah. Gens, so... Um, the Cinnabar Island Pokemon Journal. What is this person like? Editor. The shy Mr. Fuji turned down our interview request. He is kindly man who is adored and respected in Lavender Town. But wasn't, like, the burnt-out mansion in, like... Where Mewtwo was, was born and, like, freaked out? Yeah, and then, like... That's where you find that journal about Mr. Yeah. Fuji. So I think it's the same dude. He was Dr. Fuji. He's now Mr. Fuji. So maybe he doesn't... Maybe in the games he hasn't died, but in the in the anime, he's gone. And then they buried him in Lavender Town. Yeah. Maybe you're talking to a ghost. Pokemon <laughs> 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 conspiracy theories. <laughs> so scientist Dr. Fuji is hired by Giovanni, leader of Team Rocket, to utilize his experience in cloning in order to create a living weapon based on an eyelash from the mystical Pokemon Mew. Fuji is re- revealed to be allying with Giovanni as a means to fund his side project, the resurrection of his deceased daughter, Amber. In the laboratory, the weapon eventually gains sentience in his name, Mewtwo. Yeah. So it is him, and the reason he's in Lavender Town is because his daughter's dead and buried there. Yeah. This goes so much deeper than we thought. Pepe Silva! Pepe Silvia! All the mail says Pepe Silvia! Mewtwo befriends the salvaged consciousness of Amber named Amber 2, as well as the clones of the other Pokemon in the laboratory. However, Mewtwo is left deeply traumatized after Amber 2 and the rest of the clones decompose and die. To, to stabilize him, Fuji tranquilizes Mewtwo, causing him to forget the time he spent with his friends, and that explains why he's gone berserk. Mm. So, this film was fantastic. Yes. It still holds up well today. It's so much darker than we remember it. Being. It is, isn't it? <laughs> we were kids and we were like, wow, Pokemon! Yeah. And then, you, so, like, all the Pokemon become petrified at the end, and then all the Pokemon tears... Like, well, Ash becomes petrified and the Pokemon tears resurrect him from being petrified. I'm not, it's a psychic blast between Mewtwo and Mew. Yeah. Because so. they're both shooting at each other and Ash is tired of all the clones fighting each other. He's like, this has to stop! <laughs> also, there was like nurse and like a brainwashed nurse, nurse joy. joy. So she then, like, you know, sets up a new, like, Pokemon center to shelter all the trainers on Old, Sto- Old Shore Wharf and such. Just. It's so good. Yeah. Like, that I, scene I where highly... they're all crossing the ocean. Yeah. All, all on the backs of their Pokemon yeah. or flying. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. 
Um, I highly recommend if you want to go and re-experience like the original series, go watch the Japanese dub because I just think the translation there is a bit better and a bit more accurate and you, you miss less. I don't know. I feel like listening to the old voices. The old voices are good too, but I also find like some of the episodes really just kind of grind a bit. Like yeah, the, they the can be acting. a bit grating, especially like some of the like. <laughs> it's a jelly donut. <laughs> like, okay. That's very clearly not a jelly donut. <laughs> but that's beautiful nostalgia. Yeah. It's comical. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I've turned my handy frying pan into a drying pan. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, if, if there's one thing I will say, I freaking adore Brock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a Brock cosplay in my co- really? wardrobe. Yeah. Nice. Except because his clothes are so normal, nobody picks it. This is true. This is it's true. It's an orange shirt, a green vest, and spiky hair. And then camo pants. You also like need to wear like glasses, which like just have like a black line across them oh no i just walk around with my eyes closed (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if you guys have seen um there's a meme going around because like there's flashbacks in the new series um to like the original episodes and it shows brock surrounded by all his brothers and sisters and then a picture of his mum and his dad and his dad has the same eyes as brock and all the siblings have the same eyes as brock and his mum's got beautiful blue eyes and it's like how did they all get the dad's eyes (laughs) like wow not good. Strong genetics. Strong genetics. Rock strong genetics, you could dominant say. Dominant genes. Very dominant. All right. So, look, we, we've kind of meandered a bit here, but let's talk about, just to, before we, we wrap up and talk about the news, the final sort of journey in Ash's story. So, Pokemon aim to be a master. It follows Ash or Satoshi, depending on if you're watching English or Japanese version. The final 11 episodes, and it features every Pokemon he has used throughout the series as part of his team. Different, uh, different roster every episode. Um, and he catches up with all of his old buddies. Yeah, episode two is Misty. Episode one is Latios, which I believe then is used to tie the stories together because it appears in the background of every episode. Um, you get to see Team Rocket a lot as well, and some of their classic contraptions, like their you know Magikarp submarine and their balloon, and you know they just basically it's the the greatest hits of both. Um, but I, it's the glory lap. It is, and you finally get to see the Pidgeot come back. Yeah, it's the final episode. Oh man! I love. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I forgot about you for like twenty something years. I think he goes and visits um the Butterfree as well. Oh yeah, so you get to meet the Butterfree yeah. with his pink girlfriend, who you know you can never get. That's not the actual shiny color of Butterfree, so everyone's really annoyed about. She's that. a mutated freak. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit harsh, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> um and um yeah, like I. I I've always was disappointed by that. It's like you guys introduced a color variant, which is a nice color variant um, in the anime. And then you didn't take the opportunity to make that the shiny. They've done similar things like that before, like the crystal onyx. Yeah. Mm. God, that would have been cool to have. And then the dark Lugia. Mm. Like, oh my goodness. There's a lot like, let's be honest. There's a lot of shiny Pokemon who are not really good. Oh, hey, it's a shiny Dragonite. Come on! Yeah, like, we went green. Uh, actually, I think the most, like, almost every Pokemon where its variant is shiny is green. Like, not all of there, them, but there are some where you're just like, why did you choose that? Because you have no other choice. And it's always, like, the gross screen, like, Espeons. Yeah. Or Machamp. Like, yeah. Machamp, imagine if he had have been, like, red or black or, like, a dark navy blue or literally I any colour like other than have done red. black. They are probably not black, but grey. Well, I mean, he's grey, so yeah. maybe. 
I reckon red yeah, would have been the best choice. Purple would have been really good. Like a purple and then have his things red. Yeah. His ridges red. Like there, there were so many better approaches they could have taken to it. And it's just, it makes you wonder if like some of the designers weren't that. They were just like, random color, go. Yeah. Like, I think this looks all right. It's like, maybe just have it has a dartboard and then just like, whoop. Maybe Satoshi really likes green. Well, the thing <laughs> is, like regular Gengar's shiny. Mm. Impossible to tell from a regular. Yeah. Um, same with Pikachu's shiny. Yep. There are so many shinies where... Articuno's it, shiny is like just a slightly different... And actually, all three of the original... Uh, slightly different. Are just a slightly darker or lighter color, and that's it. Yeah. Hi, Liger. That's really disgusting. <laughs> show it off for us all. Yeah. Dinner um, and a show. Just a dinner, dinner, dinner and a show. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Um, so, anyway. See um, anything you like? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so, Pokemon Aim to Be a Master has aired in Japan, and we now have the new series that is continuing on. Um, it started in April, um, which is two new protagonists. Isn't one of them Ash's kid? We're not sure. Okay. We're not sure because the official dub is... Well, we're not to that point yet. So I I, I hope so. Because that's what they were saying. Yeah. And and then it's the whole question of who's the mother. Yeah. But is this um, going to be like the same like you never meet the mother just like you never meet Ash's father? <laughs> Maybe. Um, I remember telling my nephews about it at mm-hmm. one of their birthdays. Mm-hmm. And then... Like the next day I get a video from my sister and they found a Goku model kit and they're like, look, it's grown up Ash. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, bless their cotton socks. I love kids. Uh, th- this is kind of a bit tangential, but there is a artist I follow who does not safe for work art, but... Of Goku and Ash? No, no. But um, <laughs> they did a recent series where it's like Ash and... I think it was either Misty or May as adults living out regional. Like, you know, they're on their journey together. And obviously, you know, if they're, they're going for a bath, whatever, in the water, blah, blah, blah. But it shows them, like, as adults relaxing and seeing Ash as a grown-up adult, like, you know, with chiseled chin and jaw. He's got, like, a, a small scar on his cheek from, you know, falling something. something. Yeah, yeah. Like, it looked really good. And, like, I would actually love to see a story of Ash as, like, a 30-year-old as a gym leader going out into his local area to, you know, scour for new Pokemon or find, th- you know, other be players to help. Even better if he had a kid as well and he yeah. was teaching the kid yeah. how to be well, with Pokemon. <gasps> that was actually the previous series of Pokemon. He had this tutor. Yeah. Yeah. He was tutoring somebody because he just won his first championship. Yeah. And so he's going around teaching Yo about all the different regions, showing him different things, mm, showing so them cute. different things because Yo was non-binary. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, um, and so showing them how to do Pokemon stuff. But like in the new Scarlet and Violet, like the Elite Four champion was uh, tasked with going around and testing all the gym leaders mm. to make sure that they were still up to scratch and left that up to you. Yeah. So what if Ash went around testing all the gym leaders again, yeah. making sure they were up to scratch, performing their tasks properly. And then obviously he's, he's the kid that he's taken under his wing then challenges them afterwards. Yeah. Like he can watch his kid go out and challenge them mm. and then like take notes on his own off on the sides. Actually, yeah. So he could be assessing them when his kids challenge them. He's yeah. like the wandering assessor for the Jews yeah. as well. Yeah. Like he's there as a guiding hand. And like when things get really bad, he and Pikachu will step in. Yeah. But 
he's there to watch. Mm. A guardian angel. Yeah. A master. <laughs> Sensei. <laughs> and like maybe some of his old Pokemon that didn't evolve have evolved now. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, the, the final series, this is the final series with Ash in it. And I've watched the first couple of episodes online uh, that have been fan subbed. Mm. They're really good. They're really good. Um, so I'm quite excited by this. Um, it's uh, part of the thing that's really like, reinvigorated my Pokemon loves. I'm just like, oh, um, do I want to restart like um, one of my old versions of Red? Like, uh, not, um, I wouldn't do original Red. Fire Red? Fire Red. With oh. the, the Sevi Islands, which are basically just the Orange Islands, and they missed a total opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that game so much. Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm really bad at... No, We're, dude, just do Scarlet and Violet. I, I just need to finish Scarlet and Violet. Because the DLCs are coming out soon. Oh, they are too. Yeah. Too. I haven't even finished the DLCs from... Um, Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield. They weren't that good. Yeah. I kind of was like, well, I've already transferred all my good Pokemon to this. I already have them. Yeah. Well, Pokemon Home is now connected for Scarlet and Violet. It's not... 24th of May. No, they they put up an alert last night saying, sorry, that was posted in error. Oh. So it is coming, but version 3.0 is not coming out 24th of May. Oh, they accidentally, yeah, literally like two hours after they announced that they were like, we've put an apology out and everyone's like, what the, <laughs> how does that happen? Well, now you have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, don't care if it's not ready, put it out. So yeah, um, I do need to play more. I do. Um, yeah. Um, the Aim to Be a Master dub is in process at the moment. Um, I believe it was in March. That was the last time we heard um, the lady who is playing Ash had completed all of Ash's lines, but they still had other dubbing commitments as part of the show to do. Um, so hopefully that should be soon. I think Netflix might have the rights to it now, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, that's. I, I highly recommend if you did watch the original series and grew up with it, it's a really good sort of like throwback to some of the old stories and it's thankfully like it's got a good balance of childish and fun parts of the story so and i put the original closings in as well yeah original opening and closing the japanese version i wonder if they'll bring back the pokey rap for the dub do you guys remember the pokemon to be a master soundtrack yes i had the cd yeah, vaguely. Very vaguely. And the road to Viridian City. Dude, that was such a jam. It was. <laughs> like, it had no business being that good. Like, they went hard on this. Um, they were just like, Pokemon hype is high. Let's put out a CD. <laughs> it was like, everyone's like, what? And then there was Mystic's love song. Oh, I know. I quite like that. Yeah, it was it cute. It was cute. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're old <laughs> anyway i just went and downloaded it again because i was like you know what i need this yeah. <laughs> um pokemon uh go watch the original movie embrace it love it if you if you were originally a pokemon fan this the aim to be a master series only 11 episodes should be out very shortly highly recommend checking it out just pokemon just pokemon just pokemon like it's pokemon however you want to pokemon yeah <laughs> mm. um anyway <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! oh oh Wi-Fi Radio. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. Well, we've had the controversy. Aaron's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron's off doing something. (laughs) Before we do move on and talk about the actual, uh, I wouldn't call it a controversy, but a very unusual combination, that's for sure. What's each of our favourite Pokemon? Gallade. Gallade. Mr. Mime! Mr. Mime. Sandshrew. 
Oh, like in that little gym training episode where yeah. he's got all that. <laughs> that sold him to me forever. Oh, man, he's that was always adorable. part of my team if I can get him. Like, I thought it was a Sonic the Hedgehog sort of well, thing that, for that's you. That's what I initially thought as well. I was like, do I just like him because of Sonic the Hedgehog? But I never evolved. Why him. would you hold him back like that? Oh, I, I'd wait until like the right moment. Sorry, because if you remember, like you could save your Pokemon from evolving. It would learn moves earlier. Um, so I'd do that to get some of the moves earlier for the gyms in red and blue. Yeah, but some Pokemon don't learn certain moves unless they are evolved. Oh, I know. So I, I went and looked up the learning oh, okay, and then good. found the exact level. I think it was like 26 and then you evolve him. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. I was real sneaky like that. <laughs> what anyway. about your Alolan Sandslash? I've got an Alolan Sandshrew. Um, it, like figurine in a ball Mr. Igloo. Mr. Igloo. <laughs> I love him. Um, and I do, I do like Sandslash, but Sandshrew just for some reason stole my heart. Um, and this is the thing. Like everyone has a Pokemon they adore. Mm. Like every single Pokemon, even Shuckle, has someone who loves it. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the charm. Yeah. I was about to say, if you love Mr. Mime, what about Mr. Rhyme? No. <laughs> yeah. No. There was just something weird about that, wasn't there? Yeah. 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 No. It was the cane. It was hands down the cane. And the, was, was it a mustache? Did he have a mustache? Yeah. Yeah, like a little Charlie Chaplin sort of thing going yeah, on. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I just Whoa. love Mr. Mime. And I love him in the... Uh... Mime Jr.? No. No? You love no. him in the anime, though. Yeah, yeah. He's got so it. much yeah. attitude. But but also, I really loved him in the um, Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah, though. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, I still no, love him. He's so no, creepy. No, 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 peace I out. I love him because he's creepy as well. I mean, you are a spooky girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do love your spoop. <laughs> I was going to say, almost all the women we know like spooky. We have a type that we hang out with. Yeah, we do. We do. We're the soft boys and they're the spooky girls. Yeah. yeah. They protect us. <laughs> <laughs> Kirin Lee Sensei, please protect us from the spook. We've um, got our black cats and our golden retrievers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. This is true. This is true. That, that's the dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, on to not necessarily controversy, but a very odd um, sort of combination not a lot of people outside of these series will understand there is a new figurine coming out now I know this is very odd it is anime related I promise there's a lot of new figurines coming out yeah. you're going to have to be specific so this short there's a short video created by um, Bandai called the Shin Universe Robo Toy and it's launching next January it is a video which combines Godzilla, Evangelion, Ultraman, and Kamen Rider in a crossover. Now, all of these are under, uh, what's it? Um, Hideako Toho, Anno? Toho Animation. And uh, you are right, Hideako Anno has been involved in all these franchises now as well. And it is literally like Power Rangers. where Super it, Sentai? Yeah, they all, you know, all of these giant beings... Assemble. Assemble into a giant robot. <laughs> They Voltron it. Yeah, they Voltron it. And it's so funny seeing Godzilla splitting apart to be part of a robot. Um, And then Kamen Rider just like mounting on top of him like, yes, I am participating. (laughs) (laughs) I am the hat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is, uh, it's got a song called Sumi Tubatsu Inorazaru Monoyo, Crime and Punishment, You Non-Worshippers. It's sung by Yoko Takahashi and it features parts of Evangelion's theme, parts of the Godzilla sound, Shin Godzilla soundtrack, parts of the Shin Ultraman and Shin Kamen Rider soundtrack as part of the song. They've reused lyrics, phrases, sounds, all that. Um, it's the theme song for the Evangelion Eternally Max single on May 
that was released on May 10. I don't know what that is, but hey, it's part of it. So yeah, I, I just find this hilarious. Um, we'll share it on our social media. It's funny. Go check it out. I want one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Full Metal Panic. Ah! You're not metallic. Um, <laughs> so Full Metal Panic uh, novels are getting a 25th anniversary sequel, which is set two decades later. This is the 25th anniversary celebration for the series. The manga and the uh, light novels kind of finished in 2010. And the sequel is going to be the daily family life of the main leads of Sasuke and Chidori now all grown up. We've got some artwork Sasuke and Chidori? Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I like how they look as grown up adults. Yeah. I think they look really cute. I know that's a weird thing to say about adults, but it's just a really nice design. I think that adult's awfully cute. (laughs) Um, So the July issue of Katagawa's Dragon Magazine published the opening excerpt of the new story on Friday, and the September issue will publish the first full chapter on July 20. I don't know why it's the September and July. It's really confusing, the volume and... Yeah. So apparently also Gato posted on Friday that the new sequel story will have some comedy but will not be as slapstick as say for Mofu and it will be a collection of short stories for light reading and he plans for various characters to appear after the first chapter and he half seriously paused that the sequel could end in just one volume keep going for around three volumes or depending on how things go become an epic saga lasting over 20 volumes. (laughs) So he just wants to see if people still actually like Full Metal Panic I guess. Yeah. Which... You know, after 25 years is a is a fair thing to check. <laughs> well, um, you remember how... Uh, what's his name? The creator of Naruto. Mm-hmm. Had, uh, Masashi Kishimoto mm-hmm. had the poll about his most popular characters and Minato won number one. Mm-hmm. And he's officially announced the one shot. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, it's been... Yeah. It's, it's all officially in, in, locked in now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, and that, that's good. Like, it's, it's good to see, like fan base is still you know loving their shows i mean i can't talk i still love neon genesis 25 years on as well so yeah yeah um it's 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 still nice to see i'm just gutted that it's only a one shot yeah i know right and i'd love to see his entire story <laughs> well i'm also gutted that he's the most popular choice i'm like oh yeah i'm mainstream <laughs> <laughs> i'm not unique <laughs> I <it> special. <laughs> Um, let's uh, move on to some more romantic news then Hori Mia manga so we know that the second season's coming which is going to it's basically titled in a way like sort of Hori Mia fill in the gaps so it's other stories that were missed in the adaptation Um, I think the first season's adaptation was perfect it got rid of a lot of the dragging and delays that were caused in the manga that made it last for far too long Um, so I think it would be better maybe just to have these as a like listed as specials and it interweaves in between mm. um, the existing series, but that's probably a bit too much to ask. Um, so the manga is going to get a bonus 17th volume and it's going to launch July 18 with chapterized serialized for three months in monthly G fantasy, meaning three chapters. It's titled a piece of memories and the volume will have four new, sorry, four new chapters, including one by original creator hero. The chapters will also be serialized for three months in the magazine and will also feature a special edition that comes with a Horimiya memorial book bonus track art book. So this is going to be great for Horimiya fans, myself included. I was about to say you mean yourself. It's going to be me. (laughs) I'm so happy. It's the good stuff. Oh, Um, wow. That's still going. Yeah, the 100 balloon is still good after a month. That's impressive. Nat did good. 
Oh, well, of course. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's going to be uh, probably landing in manga shops nearby soon. So that's uh, by the end of the year. Alrighty. Now we do have a new anime that's been announced. Which one? The wrong way to use healing magic. Or the right way. It is the right way. To <laughs> um, so this is going to debut in 2024. The reason we're mentioning this is that it now has a studio attached. And I've actually read this anime, uh, this manga, uh, quite a bit over the years. It's a slapstick isekai fantasy with gags and battles, it's described as. And that is 100% correct. Um, basically, it's a story about a guy who gets isekai to another world. And everyone has a different magical, like, uh, what would you call it? Like... They're, they're able to use certain magics better and healing magics always look down down upon because it can't be used in combat everyone says however no <laughs> it healing magic's when... the most important magic exactly so when um, it begins when ordinary high school student Usato happens to bump into a student council president Suzune and classmate Kazuki on his way home all three are suddenly swallowed up by a magic circle and transported to another world the trio are summoned as heroes to save a kingdom from the Demon King's army, but only Suzune and Kazuki have what it takes to be heroes. Usato just happens to be dragged along for the ride. How things turn around when Usato discovers to have the rare knowledge of a healing mage. He is abducted by a woman who identifies herself as Rose, the leader of the life-saving corpse, and drafted into her ranks. Kuroko... Basically, she teaches him to use healing magic to strengthen his body so he can fly across the, mad- the battlefield, rescue people who are injured, and take them back for healing. But they're also like brokenly OP and they can beat the living daylights out of anyone because they've used it to strengthen their body and they undergo hellish training to get there. So a fun little spin-off Mashal? Yeah. Uh, except that this the manga predates Mashal. Um, this started in 2014. Oh, dang. Yeah, so it's been going for a while. Um, but it's kind of funny because this, like, I think I told you I used to... I was planning to write a book and me and Kenny came up with all these ideas for it and I wrote the first few chapters and one of the ideas I had was someone using magic, like healing magic the wrong way. Like, you know, someone goes to attack them and they, you know, hit the side of their arm and cause their bone to grow excessively out of their arm to prevent them from attacking and stuff like that. And when I saw this, I thought they were going to do the same thing. I'm like, no, someone has psychically stolen my idea. (laughs) And no, this is so much better. (laughs) So I'm glad. (laughs) They took my idea and made it better. How How could they? they? I'm excited to see it. (laughs) But yeah, this is going to be um, July... Um, so keep an eye out for, uh, sorry, July, 2024, I think was the, oh no, sorry. It's just 2024. Why? Where am I getting July from? Oh, that's the next volume of the novels. Never mind me. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Kiralee. Anyway, highly recommend it. Looks great. Um, I, I, I'm excited as you can tell. Really? Yeah. So excited. I'm going to have a heart attack. That's how excited I am. It's probably the five. Uh, monster energy drinks you've drunk and the drywall you punched. <laughs> you beat me to it. You beat me to it. Oh, I'm just. I don't. I saw a TikTok the other week that made me laugh, and it's like when your name is reality, and it's like you know, Kyle's. You drink. My name is Kyle. I work at a drywall factory, and he looks down. And he's holding a monster energy can. And he goes, "I know what I must do." Oh, I saw that one as well. I, I laughed like, yes. so hard. <laughs> Oh, but that is it for the anime news, actually. Um, it's There's not a lot, and we've talked a lot about Pokemon already as it is. Pokemon! Like, Pokemon. Pokemon. I'm going to go play some Pokemon after this. Oh, dude, I'm doing <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. Mm, Zelda. So good. I, I'm sure you've seen all the TikToks about like making the most ridiculous things. Yeah, and like uh, all of the memes where it's like, you know, the, the crying, babe, why don't you do this? And it's like, you know, 
please come and rescue me. We need to save the kingdom. He's like, her, 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 monster walkie man. <laughs> well, there's so much going around about uh, destroying the Koroks. Yeah. And one of my friends didn't understand it. He's like, why are they torturing these things? And I was like, because in the previous game, you had to go out and collect 900 of them. And then all you got was a shiny poo. Yes. And he's like, well, why would you do it? I was like, okay, because along the way, it gives you extra slots for your sh- sword, shields, and bows. Oh, does it? Yes. Ah, so there was actually a purpose to it. Yes. Yeah. But the end goal, like what you got was a shiny poo hat. Yeah. Um, and now they're back again. And do, you, do we know if you get a shiny poo hat again? Do you think in the week that the game has been out, that somebody's gone out I'm and thinking someone would have mind it. I mean, probably. Yeah. I mean, somebody speed ran the game and beat it in 90 minutes. What? How? I don't know. Why are you asking me? Because you're the Zelda expert now. (laughs) Okay. Well, here we go. Um, (laughs) Well, like, because in the recent Zelda games, like, you can literally complete the tutorial and then go fight Ganon. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's it's not as, like, on rails as the old ones. No, that's... So the original Zelda games, they've taken the essence from that because it was all about exploring. It was the Mm -hmm. wonder of of exploration yeah. and finding things on your own. There was no set path to it. Yeah. It was like in the dungeons, you'd usually get the things. Or sometimes you'd get things you couldn't even find in the, in the dungeons. They would be in like a mini cave off to the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Like it was all about exploring. Mm-hmm. And then they turned it into a handholdy linear path thing. Yeah. And that's unfortunately where a lot of fans got involved. But now they've brought mm-hmm. it back to the original where it is just go adventure. Yeah. You're an adventurer. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm sorry, this is not a Zelda podcast. Look, (laughs) it's Japanese, it fits. Yeah, and the Mario movie. Oh, (laughs) yeah, Mario movie. Wi-Fi Radio. I just think it's funny that within a few months, we've got two movies with Chris Pratt and Beastie Boys No Sleep Till Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's where you're going with it. <laughs> the new Super Mario Brothers movie and Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And Chris Pratt's the common denominator. Yes. And they both came out within like a few months of each other. Like, what is going on here? Why is that movie, like that song suddenly oh, like? Oh no! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> it's haunting you. That's what's going on. Okay, Peaches is haunting me. Peaches. Yeah. Oh, the song by <laughs> Bowser, which is Jack Black, because mm. Brendan wore um, Bowser to Hoshikon. Yeah. And so all day he had people singing that at him. Oh, I'm really good. And it's like, a good song. End of the day, because I didn't say anything in the lead up to it. I was like, did you hear Peaches anytime today? He's like, so many times. It's so funny. <laughs> 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 Little bit of PTSD for Brendan, unfortunately. <laughs> Though he did um, but take his beautiful uh, slinky dog to um, uh, Tokyo Alley. And I think he won one of the prizes in the cosplay. Yes, he did. Well. Best craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he? Yeah. No, 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 it was Judge's Choice. Judge's Choice. Judge's Choice. Yeah. Judge's choice. Craftsman was the, uh, not the Sasuke, the other one. The Sasuke won best in show. Uh, but there was one with, like, all really nice embroidery and, like, smooth seams on everything, and that got best craftsmanship. Yeah, fair enough. Alrighty. Well, uh, next time. What are we doing? (laughs) Uh, well, we just did Pokemon. Mmm. Digimon? <laughs> Digimon? You want to hand Aaron the reins on that one? I'm kind of tempted to, actually. Oh. What, what, what day would that be? That would be May, June. Oh, 
Well, start of June. Yeah, we still yeah, got a month. It'll be June fourth. After that, so I don't know. Should we Digimon? Should we talk about the genesis of Digimon, the first series? And I thought you were going to say the genocide. I was no, like, the what? We do not do that here. We do not do that here. Um. <laughs> okay, fun fact, though, about Digimon. Nobody knows who originally created it. Really? really? There's rumors that it created itself. No, no, because... <laughs> no, because you know how Digimon is in, like, the Digimon world, right? Like, they're all... Are you talking about in the... Like inside the show. Both. Oh, no, because no. the original no. creators of it have commented on it. I call baloney. I, I I I call like promotion and attention seeking. Well, maybe it can be promotion and attention seeking for the next episode. It can. Be. We can delve further into we it. We can have a look at the origins of Digimon, because we talked about Pokemon, and this isn't a Pikachu or a Charmander. It's an Apple Okay, 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 so, I've got beef with my nephew, <laughs> I've got so much beef, because we went to the zoo for his little brother's birthday, mm. and all day long, he's like, you're not funny, Uncle Aaron, you're not funny, Uncle Aaron, oh, yeah. and then he's like, how about you tell me your best jokes, and so I was like, alright, he's a kid, he enjoys Pokemon, I'm going to cater some of them to that, and I was like, how do you get Pikachu on a bus? Pokemon, <laughs> and he's like, not funny, Uncle Aaron. Turns to his dad and goes, Hey dad, can I speak to you over there? Walks away from the entire group. They come back like a minute later and his dad's like, Oh my God, he just told me the funniest joke that he just made up. <laughs> and it's I'm, your joke! I'm sitting there fuming and I'm like, The comedy community would eat you alive! <laughs> <laughs> I won't let it slide this time, but next time we're going to go, Actually. <laughs> well, it's... Oh, what is it? The thing where you copy somebody else's work? Plagiarism. Plagiarism, yeah. It is. And, like, I understand, like, a seven-year-old doesn't know what plagiarism is. But I'm going to get him. <laughs> he doesn't know it's coming. But Uncle Aaron's going to get him. Uncle Aaron's going to bring down a world of hurt. <laughs> We're going to a comedy slam now. <laughs> like, you think you're so good, I'm picking you up on stage. Mano e mano. Yeah, you got funny jokes? Let's hear them. 34-year-old <laughs> versus... Seven. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> throwing down. Let's throw in hands. Um, so if you have enjoyed what you've heard, <laughs> we'd love for you to hit that subscribe button and join us for future episodes. Um, don't sue us. We aren't in support of child violence. We just think it's funny. If anyone from my family is listening, don't tell him. <laughs> Do not tell him what's coming. <laughs> He's coming for you. Um, if you are listening on YouTube, like buttons and all that good stuff. Um, big thank Thank you to our supporters on Patreon. I do realize I'm a little bit behind on the pre-show episodes. Um, we do share extra content such as episode outtakes, video extras, and show updates, and the pre-show, which is where we talk smack before the show. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's coming for you, kid. <laughs> so, so if you would like to support us, it'd be greatly appreciated. But we do also realize at the moment it is very tough for a lot of people. So if you can't afford to, don't. <laughs> Please yeah, look basically. after your own finances first and foremost. Um, all of the Patreon money just goes back into the show. It's just sitting there as like a, a fund that we're going to use for getting ourselves all drawn as anime characters when it reaches a certain level yeah which is soon i believe it might be this year we have enough excellent um and uh, if you would like to join the quiet for community heart find out what we're doing head over to our social media channels as well and uh that's that's kind of all of it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so next time digimon or did you don't something comes up <laughs> in between now and unless then. something massive yeah. comes up in between so if not next episode the episode after yeah it's on the cards it's on the cards 
The Pokemon cards. The Digimon cards yeah, are superior. Yeah, I love the FF. <laughs> no, no, I will show you comparisons Ooh, please of do. the art because I have got mountains of both at home. Oh, And nice. you will see like how much better Digimon cards are. You know what's a real shame? Mm. That Magic the Gathering is just like toxic, but the card art is so beautiful. The card art's hit or miss depending on the card. Um, but they know that it's worth a lot, so they milk it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't played Magic the Gathering like 15, or actually, no, it's longer than that. It's 18 years. Life feel I got our friend Dry to get me into it. He told me how to play. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, I, I got boosters all the way back then, like, was really into it and did some competitions and won some cards, and then was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, my <laughs> sister-in-law plays it. Yeah. She's like... Real good. Real good. Oh, she? Yeah. I have a friend who actually did some artwork for it too. So, ah. Yeah, she was um, boothing at HoshiCon. Um, oh, so, nice. Yeah, she's just uh, gotten back into like her art scene after having a kid. So, yeah, it's really good. Did you see me and Brendan butcher a bunch of magic cards for our costumes? Yeah. Magic cards it's for good. your costumes? It's so good, yeah. We made so you know how Brendan has his Pokerturian, which is yeah. like a century made of Pokemon cards. Oh yeah, I made a mage out of magic cards. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Brilliant. Liger seems very twitchy. twitchy. He's had Are too much caffeine. He got like, into your monster. This is warm. Like he, he seems like he's he's curled up against the um, studio desk because it's clearly warm, and I'm really worried he's gonna like move one of those faders so anyway we should wrap up because Before it has been quite a long episode yes um, so thank you so much for listening uh, love this, you yeah thank you so much this has been Quiet Fire Radio and until next time what's the what's the